Welcome back to the Joke Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 193 on New Year's Eve Eve. Yes, it is. Two days remaining in 2023. Yep, and we got a lot of a lot of sports still to cover in yep. two days. Two days left. Um, so today, this episode, we're uh, like probably maybe four or five hours after we talked about Yamamoto he ended up signing with the Dodgers right so we'll we'll go back and talk about that OG Ananobi got traded yeah that's crazy bit of a bit of a maybe not a shocker but a shocker this soon yeah this time of year uh and I mean it's NHL but like it's it's mostly gonna be world juniors that's yes that has been my last four or five days right it's just all world juniors um i'm honestly gonna have to i wrote down the nfl scores okay didn't watch many i watched all the christmas day games but outside of that you're gonna have to fill in some gaps for me uh and then uh yeah pick a side will be more historic world junior talk yeah and yeah i guess let's get it right into it let's start with the world juniors as great as football is and just sad that there's only two weeks left uh world juniors day before new year's eve usually the big game for canada now maybe not as important for them there's not much they can do on on the final day of group play not that they can do they'll just be watching to see who they end up playing really yeah it's not it's up for grabs it is it is very possible canada two and one we actually didn't even I don't think we've talked even since pre-tournament games in which Celebrini gets kicked out of right. the first game. first game is against yeah. Switzerland. And then the second game against the U.S., which is amazing. And now it feels like they're probably – I mean, right now how it shakes out, they're going to have to see one of Sweden or the U.S. in the semifinal if they make it there. Right. Uh, but Canada 2-1 and one so far. Uh Boxing Day, 5-2 win over Finland. Yeah, they look solid. Yeah, four we, lines deep. Everything was rolling. We just didn't realize how bad Finland was, though. That's yeah. That's the problem. The only person who was constantly telling us about it was Craig Button, who, right. do, and it does make sense, he does follow this, like, he follows the age groups. Yes. And he says the, because we're in the 0405 range, I guess. Yeah. He said these kid, this group from Finland just isn't strong. Yeah. Which is weird because it feels like it's then going to come back. Like, even they have some good players. Their captain, Lassila, Lassila, something like that, 28 for Finland, reminds me exactly of Nikita Kucherov. Right. Skilled, but just dirty. There's a few dirty players on Finland. Do you know who was on Finland's second line when they won the gold medal in 2014? The, which one? The Rasmus in year or the yeah. Kasperi Kapanen year? the captain uh well i guess captain might have been on both teams because he was one of the guys on the second line yeah it was like captain and rantanen was on the second line and rupe hints and hints yeah. yeah that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty great i honestly think captain might have been on the third line of that team which makes right. it even crazier that yeah, he scored the overtime winner right yeah because that top line was puli rv aho line a yeah which is pretty and those pretty. two those two were both not aho the other two were both underagers at the time right they beat canada in the quarterfinal the classic dylan strom mitch marner team yes staying out there too long <laughs> um but yeah the i think the big thing from that first game was like oh you know canada usually goes back and forth with the goalies especially 
on a back-to-back, and you're going from Finland to Latvia, so it's a little... I mean, the, the way Latvia played today it looked like a gold medal contender, but uh, you would think you'd go to the backup. You'd go to Scott Ratzlaff, who has a pretty acclaimed record with Team Canada. Yeah, it, it just it always seems to be our topic of conversation. Our goalies seem to be our nemesis or our hero. Yeah. Right? Like They usually win it for us or lose it for us, and... Yeah, I just were just I don't know. I was surprised. I guess they're just I don't remember the last time where the coach just said, "Get on the horse and don't get off until we're done the ride." Like I'm wondering even back to last year because it was Thomas Milich and I don't know if they said Gutra or they said it weird like Godro. Right. I felt like even he played like the backup played one game. Yeah. I don't think Milich played all of the games. No. Who ended up being a one of the Team Canada heroes? Yeah. Uh, but they beat Latvia 10 nothing, and it's kind of just one of those, there's a lot of room out there. Latvia makes a lot of mistakes. Like, it's just yeah, kind if of it's, a... If, it's, if the game's close late, then it's a good game. But once Latvia starts trying to chase the game, you're down three, four goals, then it's kind of out of hand. But when it's a one-two goal game, then that's when it falls into a Latvia-Finland style of game. Yeah, even and yeah, it wasn't the case. Germany playing that kind of style, like these these teams, it's it's fun to see because the talent discrepancy is not that far. Yeah, and, than it used to be for sure. And in the men's game, like you could see Latvia last year won a bronze medal at the men's world championship. Yeah, it's huge. These countries are close, which I, I don't mean to just turn this into a negative, but this makes the 2025 NHL international tournament right. that much more frustrating that we're like, yeah, we're just going to throw these four teams at it. And I know Russia can't be there, but Czechia, Switzerland, Germany, right? all of these teams, Latvia, Finland's in there, but... All these teams, yeah, you don't, you just don't get a chance, right? Slovakia, even like their yeah. program looks like they're building something. Yeah, I agree. Uh, which leads us into the big game of the tournament. You always have it circled on your schedule. When do you play the team you're supposed to battle for first in the group? Right, which is usually tomorrow night. Yeah, it's supposed to be, but in the future, I, I do like it already the, happened. I do like the the home country controls the schedule. Oh, for sure, I get it. It's also that's why Canada's always gets great schedules. Yeah, because they just line themselves up to get the big game on New Year's Eve. I just don't understand why Sweden would want to play Canada back to back, and they were off, and Canada was off. Yeah, it Canada just doesn't was make sense. It's almost like they're. It's like they wanted to show it to them. Like, yeah, we can p- play on a back to back, and you guys take a day off. Yeah, they really did prove it. And it is, like, I'm surprised Craig Button, I mean, he's not doing the Canada game, so he doesn't talk about it as much. But it's not like this Canadian age range has had that much success. Like, obviously, they haven't played at the World Juniors before. But, like, under 18s, like, it's not like Canada's dominating this anymore. Oh, absolutely not. This Sweden group killed them in the under 18s. For sure. They said twice. Well, in the round robin, and then Canada beat them in the final, in overtime, I believe. Oh, I'm a, but but you're right; they beat them ten nothing in the round robin. And like, so I didn't think this can the Canada under eighteen team was very good at all. I wonder, because Celebrini could technically still play for that team too. Yes, be their captain. <laughs> I mean, it already. I mean, he's definitely the the bright spot. 
if the bright spots right i mean yeah i don't think you can like, say you're really down on this team no because this is what we expected they're like they win as a team and lose as a team like if i think what the that 10 goal game i think 14 guys got points right it's not like one get well other than celebrini but i mean other than that everyone's kind of chipping in yeah it is a it is a whole team effort which makes the the sweden game that much more shocking they lose two nothing and to sweden's credit i don't even want to talk about canada for a second that swedish team plays together they don't really have a superstar which is kind of a good thing in a tournament like this that you don't have oh this guy has to carry us not like canada really has that but they just played defensive hockey and took advantage of two chances in nine minutes yeah but they're a bigger team i just i think canada's faster which may help them if they have to play them again, but who knows? Yeah, it's it's definitely goaltending's even. Yeah, two short goalies. Yes, undrafted short goalies, and both were the MVP of the game. Yeah, they were. Uh, Matisse Russo definitely. He's already s- been our hero. Yeah, you can't. If you we lose, it's not because of the goalie. No. He's keeping us in it. He's made two highlight reel saves already. We should have lost. What five nothing probably to Sweden and uh, or, in or most maybe years. not like maybe five two because the Swedish goalie made some spectacular saves just it, not it, as spectacular. They have normal goalies were a net that game yeah. was a lot higher scoring. Right, yeah, six two, five two. Um, and then during the Sweden game after the second period, it was just pure panic and these lines that I felt like have been pretty good. Yeah. Like I don't have many complaints. I did say I liked in the experimenting during the Latvia game, I liked um Geeky Savoy and I can't remember who's on that left wing now. Um it's not Allard, it's not Danielson, it's not Rakoff. Jaeger? No. No, because he's on Alright, let's I'm we're just gonna go through this. So if we just kept the lines the same, even though it's the fourth line, the best line has been Allard, Beck, and Danielson. Uh, agreed. Just a shutdown line. You know they're going to have to play big minutes in big games because they are defensively responsible, but right. also they are like they can score. They can score too, yeah. Because, um, yeah, they kind of mix up. So Celebrini, Jaeger kind of seemed like a pair together, right, right. and they would rotate – Either Rakoff or Matthew Wood in that spot, yeah. or what about the other guy? Because I found when they when they blended the the lines, the guy that's got the two goals got left off. He yeah, became the thirteenth forward. I don't know why. There's no reason for him. It's not like we went like ah, oh. he's terrible. Yeah. If anything, like Give him not, a shot. not that I would make him the thirteenth forward, but you can point to both the goals and say uh, the puck wasn't chipped out. Poitra skated right by the puck. Yeah. Uh, the defenseman Warren tried to block the shot, but right. just ended up Got screening his yep. goalie. Yep. Uh, Danielson. Danielson tried to throw the puck up the middle. Yeah. Who was your? It's funny that he's your favorite guy, despite yeah. him being a Red Wing prospect. Yeah. I like him too, but I don't know. I think I. That was costly. Oh, you know who we're forgetting? The guy who I feel bad, but he reminds me of Dylan Strom, and oh right, that unfortunately isn't a compliment because yeah. Dylan Strom in the World Juniors was not the best experience. Yeah, but Fraser Minton, who right. is Team Canada camp captain, but that's why because he has not impressed us. He's taken over the Duclair role. Yeah, so anyone that doesn't know, the, we have a few titles for people. So the Anthony Duclair, who solid NHLer now in yeah. the World Juniors, played on a line with I think. 
Sam Reinhardt Max Domi, yeah. which is kind of ridiculous looking back on it. And he probably scored four or five goals. Yeah, for sure. Probably got 10 points. Could have scored 20, could, 25 goals. Could have been the goals. leading scorer and Ever. scoring <laughs> yeah, leader. That, there's always, and I found, I would call this archetype the Fre- Freddie Gauthier, the big guy that kind of struggles to skate. Yeah. So that's kind of Connor Geeky. Yeah. Who's better. Kind of, yeah, he's better at it, and th- that'll be his shortcoming, is he'll need to work on his skating, but you can't get the puck off him. No, he's just him a big... Him and Bonk. Bonk, right? Like, Bonk, it's almost like, yeah, come closer to me so I can show you that you can't get the puck <laughs> off me. Because once they said it, it felt like he does it at least four or five times a game, yeah. where he has the guy on his hip, and... But- Stay there. It's yep. almost like a guy in football using the <laughs> stiff arm. Like, just stay over there. We're going to follow me. We're going to go into your zone. Um, all right. I, I guess we've kind of gone. So, yeah, I think, although I don't know if I love Minton on a top line either. Like, Cowan. But pa- he's get, he's getting chances. That's the thing, right? Like, we're, yeah. He's got a very one. We give him the Duclair title for now but until he scores yeah and he still is it's not like duclair where or just like duclair where you're still scoring they're still gonna get chances yeah um and then i guess cowan poitra who i think when an nhler comes back you expect him to be the dominant figure yeah but i just don't think that's the player matt poitra is shane wright he is shane wright but but shane wright was expected to do more which that Potra is doing. Yeah, yeah. Potra's doing what he should be doing. Yeah, he's a solid middle S- forward. For sure. And in our defense, which we've got a forward <laughs> mixed in there. Yeah, I have to say, T- TSN does a very good job of giving personality to this team. Right. Because they did the little bubble hockey tournament. And yeah. Connor Geeky is like, he's chirping back and forth. He does like the fake handshake to yeah. them. Uh, the video I showed you, which was we're talking about uh, Canada's fourth forward when he's out there, Denton Matechuk, right. who is uh, Captain Serious. They did a cool little skit i guess yeah. about that yeah. you can and they show you who the personalities are by who's going to participate in that right you know matei chuck's a big personality you know geeky's a big personality maverick lamaru those guys are big personalities right and that's uh, it's funny because every time we watch a game like we're always saying stuff before the <laughs> the announcers are saying it so if, don't watch a game with us because yeah that might piss you off it's a it's annoying because like for us it just makes sense we're like the two guys in the muppets yeah yeah and then yeah then they end up saying the the only thing they haven't said which i'm surprised is tsn hasn't said about that defenseman dayton being the the fourth forward on every line because he's sometimes he's the first guy in (laughs) for checking it's so weird was it the i think it was the penalty kill against sweden where there was a two-on-one and and he's there he's looking for the pass yeah like (laughs) But that's the only t- thing they haven't really said. But he's definitely done. He's definitely in there. And again, he falls into the the Canadian archetype of the smooth skating. It's usually a left shot defenseman, right? But the smooth skater like Zellweger. Yeah, he reminds me of Zellweger. Totally. Ty Smith, even um, I don't know if you remember Kalen Addison, like those kind of right. like smooth offensive defensemen. Yeah. That can also play some play, defense. Play defense as well, yeah. Because those guys, like Matejchuk and Lamaru, those guys are playing big minutes. Yeah, they're their top defensive pairing for sure. Um, all right. I think we have Celebrini. I don't know. Did we talk enough about how good? Maybe just because no one looked good against Sweden, we're kind of forgetting how good Celebrini has looked Oh, absolutely. as a 17-year-old. Absolutely. Definitely got to fix the, the helmet, though. 
Yeah. That's hanging that's yeah. hanging he's, off. He's just not used to wearing a mask. Well, I guess he does in yeah. NBC, right? Because he wears uh he wears the bubble. Bubble, NBC. right. So but, I, why, I, I wonder why like I wonder if Team Canada doesn't have the sponsorship so they're not allowed to wear it. Uh do you know who wore a bubble last year? Connor no. Bedard. Oh right. Yeah. So it, I guess it's just choice, choice but you would but think if, if you're wearing it all year. Yeah, why wouldn't you? That's a, that would be, See, now that would be an interesting question at intermission to ask a player. Yeah, but you probably they probably tell you to focus on the game. I get it, but I'm just saying I I'm sick and tired of I will What do you guys need to do in the second period? We yeah. could answer well, these questions. Yeah, like yeah, let me answer. just let the guy sit down and have a break after he just got off the ice. Some of them are <laughs> huffing and puffing. I think it was um I can't remember which other game it was, but it was like um the guy was so nice, like Dennis Bayek who was interviewing him just said like, oh, Okay, like thank you for thank you for your time. He's like, All right guys, thank you very much, have a good day. Like he was just like over the top nice. I can't remember which country it was now. But it was in uh it was in the other group. Uh so now Canada goes into New Year's Eve. Not much to play for aside from just getting momentum. What do you yeah. what do you want to see from this game? Uh, I don't know, maybe get some set lines going, I would say is probably the main thing in this one. But, yeah, just trying to I, – I, I don't want to say right the ship because, like, they lost 2 nothing, but they could have won that game too, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it was a very close it, game. It, it, it was – yeah, like, I'm not disappointed the way that it ended. Well, I'm disappointed the way it ended, but not the way they played. No, and like, the, the boarding call, the non-boarding call. Yeah, it should have been boarding. Like, I can't believe that if that's – I've never seen that before in international hockey where they're going back. Like in the NHL, yeah, they might not call it, but international, it's usually instantaneous. It's like, like I said to you yesterday, it's too bad Canada didn't have all these replays back in the 80s and 90s because like half the hits that they got called penalties for wouldn't be called. And we talked about that too. They're, this team's not being physical at all. No, like and especially really staying away from the body checks. They hold up even to the point where they're not really finishing checks, which is yeah, that's it, a concern. Yeah, yeah, almost like maybe they have to get to that. I I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, do you think we see Russo? I I think so. Like it just I I I don't. I think this would be the perfect opportunity to bring in your backup just in case. But it almost seems like he wants to play. I don't see any reason to take him out, and it's nothing against Ratzlaff. It's no, just, just that Russo, once the net, has played every game so far for Canada. Yeah. I guess he split the game against the U.S. And, and I guess he was plays most of the games in Halifax as well, right? So he's the workhorse, like, I need to play to be in rhythm. And listen, you got whatever this guy says right now, you got to listen to him because he was Canada's best player. Easily. Right? In mm -hmm. that Sweden game, so. Um yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's always it's always tough to lose, but I like the stat of like Sweden has beaten Canada for the last five times in right. the preliminary round. Yeah, but Canada's won four straight times in the playoffs. Playoffs, yeah. So, so we'll see in the playoffs. I think that's that's the team. Like we got to see them again. Oh, well, yeah. Like if your role like is I, I want the states to. and Sweden, or Sweden in the states, that's that's your best. That's your true. You're the champion. You beat the two best other teams in this tournament. Uh, speaking of the U.S., so again, I'm I consider myself a world junior sicko, and I watch every single game. You give me Switzerland, Latvia, I will watch that game. You're like me for college football. Yes, Just put on any two teams, I'll watch them. Yeah, because this is at the end of the day, this is kids, and anything can happen. Absolutely, like agree. today, 
like so germany beats finland not today but earlier in the tournament yeah for the first time in the 26 six yeah 25 25 straight losses <laughs> and uh this u.s team is just fascinating like i almost wanted to do a pick aside for how many of these guys are going to be in the nhl next year because but then it's also like some of them might want to stay in college like right. it, or like you said cutter goche probably isn't going to be a flyer next year i i don't think so unless he really impresses in camp yeah um and I would say him and Rutger McGrody have kind of been the quieter of the U.S. from what I've seen. Yeah, I, I would say so. Like, you would think they would be leading the team in scoring, and they're not really. It was funny. Did we see after the coin flip that happened? Yeah, that was just <laughs> straight. Stra- it's so strange because we get to hear everything nowadays, right? Even the, the coach or the... The coach of Canada was arguing with the ref about the boarding call, yeah, and, and the ref explained it and left his mic on. Yeah, like I was worried. Like, he oh boy, gonna we're going to get some F-bombs here. Which was, of course, so the U.S.-Czechia goes to a shootout, which was an incredible game. I don't even know. I don't think you could – I don't think any of Canada's games rank with the best games of the tournament. No, not at all. Canada-Sweden was pretty good. Yeah, it was a good game, yeah. USA-Czechia, way better. Right. The Germany-Latvia game today, way yeah. better. There's yeah. a lot better Finland. games out there. Finland, and Germany, and Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, U.S. Czechia goes to a shootout. They do the coin flip, and it bounces off the ref's skate. So uh, you can tell there's a language barrier. Yeah. I don't know what country the ref was from, but he's right. like, didn't that hit your skate? He's like, yeah, yeah, two big feet, two big feet. <laughs> and I was like, and he's like, the, he, you don't really have an argument? Yeah, like you wanted a reflip, and you're not going to get one. And then even when he got to the bench, he said, like, oh, that's what we wanted anyways. They right. wanted to shoot yeah. first. Because in international, it switches. And right. once you shoot three times, you could use anybody you want, which I think is a great rule. The NHL should probably adopt right. if you want to showcase your superstars. But he gets back to the bench and goes, yeah, it hit his foot. That didn't really seem fair. It's kind of BS, no? But and you just caught that right on the mic. And Craig Butt just did such a good job of, like, yeah, he's kind of right. And then just carried on with it. Um, the U.S., though, this this star power is ridiculous. Lane Hudson, I mean, made that unbelievable pass against Canada in right. the preliminary or the pre-tournament, scored the overtime winner against Canada. Yeah. Again, this guy's Montreal draft pick, I think late in the second round. And the only reason to me he wouldn't be in the NHL next year is his choice. Right. Like, he looks far above this competition. Uh, another one, Jimmy Snuggerud, who St. Louis draft pick, has been the sniper goal scorer for this team. Ironically, plays on that top line with McGrody and Cutter Goche, which I yeah. guess makes them look quieter because yeah, he is he's just so much. He's so loud. Uh, the Boston College line, like these guys, uh, I, I didn't know it was Yannick Perot's son until this tournament, but uh, Gabe Perot, Will Smith, and Ryan Leonard. Those guys have built-in chemistry from Boston College, from the U.S. development program. Right. And it's just a, a second line you get to just stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, I would say the guy that I've been impressed with, not only for the amazing shootout winner celebration, but Isaac Howard, Tampa Bay draft pick, who I don't think – I think this is a record even for us. We we say that we 
say things before announcers say it a lot. Right. I remember when Isaac Howard got drafted, he was wearing this all-white suit and just had all the confidence. I hate that he's a Michigan State player, but then they go into talking about the game, and he's like, Bob McKenzie goes, yeah, I remember Isaac Howard wearing that bright white suit on draft day, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I meant to do this. Uh, Gavin Brindley, who I think – besides Snuggerud has the most goals playing with a heavy heart lost his grandfather right before the tournament yeah. and has been one of the best players but you don't talk about them as much because there's so much other talent right on that team even uh frank nazar is a chicago draft pick he's a guy that i watch and go yep you could put him next to Connor bedard and that would turn out okay yeah um uh, i guess around Around the rest of the tournament, I really thought Sweden. I kept saying to you, Sweden looked like frauds. Yeah, they beat Latvia six nothing. Five of the six goals were on some kind of man advantage, either right. the power play or they had a six on five goal. Um, then they played Germany. Yeah, Germany the day before, uh, before the Canada game, and they looked a little better. So I guess they had just kind of play to their level playing yeah they play to whoever they're playing that's who they play up or down to yeah the downfall of finland is just bizarre they don't really have again they don't have like the superstar right hellenius is pretty good i thought he looked good underager probably the the third pick this year yeah behind a guy who isn't even at this tournament which maybe might hurt his stock a bit uh, Czechia has been on the craziest roller coaster. They get killed by Slovakia. They win. Then they take the U.S. to a shootout and lose. Like That's just the type of team you don't want to see yeah, because you don't, don't know you what get. you're getting. Yeah. Like in um, David Juracek, the guy, the Blue Jackets player, his younger brother was on this team, underager, supposed to at least be like a showcase for him, and he gets hurt in the first game. Yeah. So we don't even get to see him. Um, and then the Slovaks look incredible. They're playing the U.S. tomorrow for first place in the group, which I think they're fully capable of winning. Wow. Um, yeah, they they killed Czechia, and then no one else has really been that. Switzerland, Norway, those teams right, just... they're not playing tough competition. No. And they're doing this without two guys in the NHL that could be in this tournament. Right. You mentioned Simon Nemec to me, and I was yeah. like, I completely forgot about him. He was the number two pick in yeah. that draft. And he's not playing in the NHL, so again, yeah, he's, he's in I think the he's NHL, a, so why wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, because there's two other ones. There was the Swiss guy, um, Burn, Burn or something like that, who played in the building that canada was playing switzerland in like plays for that team in sweden oh right but had some issue with the federation yeah which we'll have to find out what's going on there and then there's the finland one Joachim kemmel who's uh plays for milwaukee in the ahl right now nashville's affiliate right and they didn't say if he didn't want to go or right. if the team didn't told him not him. to go but he's not there and he was probably finland's best player last year yeah so that's just kind of bizarre and then the last guy is Uri Slavkovsky, first right. overall pick from two years ago, who's still eligible to play in this tournament. Yeah. Is in the NHL, but he's playing bottom six minutes. Yeah. I guess I said to you, I guess it's the same thing as Shane Wright, that you don't want to send him Disrupt to this tournament. Him. Yeah. And then he doesn't dominate and his confidence is just completely shot. Right. But you don't, yeah, I just don't get why you wouldn't want to give this guy a shot. Yeah. But yeah, the the rest of the tournament, it's always 
It's always excitement, guaranteed. Yes, you never know what's going to happen. It is cool that I think they said three guys are turning 20 on January 1st. Right. Including Matt Savoy, who had the Anthony Duclair Award until Minton really stepped up. Yeah. Still missed a breakaway, too, against Sweden. Yes. Just stick-handled himself into submission. Yep. Does he remind you? Do you remind you of Marner at all? Savoy? Yeah, a little bit, yep. Not like, yeah, not fully. You can see pieces. Yeah. Um, I guess before we leave the World Juniors, who, who's the guy that's stepping up if Canada wins gold? Because mm. it is a team effort, but there's yeah. got to be the who, – who's the, the hero? Who's I'd the Tyler Beck. Steenbergen? Beck. Beck. Owen Beck. And one last thing before we leave the World Juniors. How do you feel if you're a Germany, if you're a German <laughs> fan? So you just win the first time ever you beat Finland. You're having parades in the streets. And then you get smoked by Latvia and watch them have parades in the streets because they're excited because they won a game at the World Juniors. Oh, yeah. We're in an absolute mess right. going into this last day. It kind of sucks for Latvia because their tournament, like they're their preliminary round is done they have no say in what happens next right i have no idea how the goal differential works yeah because i think i thought latvia is like does i have six goals for and 22 against and germany is six goals for 14 against right but somehow latvia is at even goal differential and germany's minus three it doesn't I'm, i'm confused right Hopefully they explain tomorrow yeah. that we can understand. So especially Norway. They want to know, well, who are we playing? <laughs> we have to play Finland? Come on, give us a chance here, right? <laughs> That'd be pretty crazy if Finland got relegated. Uh, yeah. Because I, I have to say, Norway, for the not superpower that they are, they have one really good player. Right. I think it's Steen, I think is his name. And the same with Latvia. They have two guys that one of them was on the men's world championship team. Right. And I think they're both draft picks. And sometimes all you need is just that one or two guys yeah. to get you through. I mean, they're playing a much different tournament than Canada. Yeah, for sure. They're trying to win a gold medal. These guys yeah. are just trying to survive. Yeah. and, and for, Or fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know how you look at it, their relegation is only one game now. So that makes it even scarier. Yeah. I think I think – I think it's Finland. a bad thing. I think a two out of three is way more because. Well, then you're going to get the guaranteed better teams going to win. You would think in a two out of three, one game you get you could fluke one bad, yeah, a couple bad bounces. Germany, and, yeah, <laughs> we watched it, and actually I shouldn't even say that Germany was that Latvia game was not a fluke. Latvia just, I don't even think dominated is the right word, but they no. just capitalized they, on opportunities for sure. Breakaways and two on ones, they were scoring on those. Uh Always the best. So the next time we talk, it'll probably be after the gold medal game. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's still other hockey to talk about. Um, Before the break, uh, Tom Wilson went at Elvis Merzlinkis. I don't know if you saw saw this. He kind of – he was going to the net, but he could have got out of the way. Oh, I did see that, yeah. And then Merzlinkis gets up, and he's he's screaming at him. And after the game, he's like, this is dangerous. You're going after my knee. Right. There's a great picture because that was the game OV scored in overtime. And it was like, he broke the streak. He's not on a cold streak anymore. He's back. Uh, But they're all staring at Merzlinkis. I'm not someone that's going to give Tom Wilson the benefit of the doubt. Right. So I – but I also think you're going to the net. I don't think you're – goal like i always think of the chris Kreider play with carrie price like he wasn't going in there ready to go skates up into his knee right 
I don't yeah, think Tom Wilson was trying to do that. Right. As much as Tom Wilson normally is like that. Yeah, like Tom Wilson, Jacob Truba, Brad Marchand. Those are guys like they don't get the benefit of, right. of the bunting. Doubt. Like bunting out. Uh, Buffalo killed Toronto nine three after they got they gave up nine goals a couple days before that. Yeah. Like that's just like, hey Leafs, here's your Christmas present. Yeah. A nine three loss. And even they lost to Columbus in overtime last night. The the Leafs are they need a goalie. It's not good. Like they're averaging, I think, over over five goals a game they're giving up at home. I wonder if they have a losing record at home now. Like they they lose a lot I know that game was on the on the road, but I mean they're not doing very well at home. I don't think they're just doing well they're in general. They're almost 500. But, I mean, it, it's goaltending, right? Like, yeah. It's clearly goaltending. They, they're they st- still going to score four, five, six goals a game. But they're kinda, giving up that many. It's yeah, you just have fun to. to watch. <laughs> yeah, entertaining, entertaining Like, Finn Tilly. Any idea how many goals he's got this year? Uh, guessing by that question, I'm going to say probably two. Ten. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Are they all against Toronto? And they're I think they're all even strength goals, I think they said too. Hmm. Which was pretty impressive. For a but kid. I was surprised. Like the, no one's talking about him, right? It's all Bedard. Yeah. Right? Bedard's probably got what, fifteen goals? Like not that many more. Yeah, he's probably somewhere in the right? But Fitilli was noticeable last night. I watched a bit of that game. It was no he was noticeable. But and the best game last night was Rangers, Florida. Oh my goodness! And I guess it's when you watch the World Juniors and then you go to that go. It's just a whole other level of hockey, right? But those two teams, holy boy, the goalies were going at it like it was like save after save both That's ways. The quick scorpion so, save. Did you see that? Yeah. I I didn't even see that. That's not even part of the plays I was watching. <laughs> it was so good though. Yeah, this kind of like I almost need like a a few day break from hockey after the World Juniors because I'm right. like this hockey is just such a mess. There's like not a lot of structure to it. And then you watch NHL teams and it's like, oh yeah, you guys Total are professionals. Structure, yeah, absolutely. Um, Patrick Kane, big game against Philly. Yeah, he's had six goals in eleven games now. He's been hot. That was a that was a crazy game. You know, you know very well the Flyers had to have a practice without pucks after that game. <laughs> Uh, poor, poor Philly with uh, with torts. Uh, Connor Bedard and Trevor Zegers both hit Michigan's in the yeah. same night. Yeah, Connor Connor Bedard's first career Michigan. Do we track that? I would think so. Like, how many does yeah. Zegers have? Like f- three. Three. And like, does the assist it, count? And and does it count if it's a Michigan versus uh, what's the other style? There's. There's a Michigan, and then there's oh, one yeah. you kind of flip up on your stick or something. Lacrosse? Yeah, a lacrosse goal. I don't know how it's different than a Michigan goal. Both of them are putting the puck on your blade and throwing it in the top of the net. Yeah, it's not really right? different. Yeah, okay. I think the only guy Zegras is actually behind still is Svechnikov, because Svechnikov has probably four or five. Any idea how many goals he's got this year? Svechnikov? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think a lot. I'm, four. I don't think he anybody on. two the other night. <laughs> to well, get to four. He had two. Wow. Two goals, like, and you. I, I was just no. I was wondering why, like, why is Carolina so bad? And I mean, bad is in like they're only third in their conference in the division. Yeah, but that's probably mainly why, right there. And goaltending as well. Yeah, they need a goalie. They need a goalie. Uh, Leo Carlson out four to six weeks in MCL strain. That's also where I learned they're doing like a Leo Carlson like plan, where he's not. Yeah. he plays he's like got, a couple times a he's week. He's got management. Get load management. Load management. Like, what's going on here? 
I guess it's kind of smart to acclimate a kid to the NHL like that. I get it because usually, like he played in Finland last year or Sweden. So, yeah, Sweden, right? So he probably only played forty. I think they played forty or forty-five games or something. So I, I just I've never heard of it. That's all. Yeah, it just got. But I guess this is the type of team that you can do it on. Yeah, yeah. You're, like, you're not, not looking to win. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Nathan McKinnon. Fun fact. The first four-goal game in Colorado Avalanche history. I was I couldn't believe that stat. I was like, that's such a, that's kind of nitpicked, but it's also not because it is kind of like in my mind, I consider it a different franchise since they move. Well, even before they moved, though, like in my, I'm thinking of Peter Forsberg, Joe Sackick. Oh, I think guys did it in Quebec. It's just the no, first. But I, th- those guys played in Colorado. So, yeah, they probably – someone probably scored four goals in a game. Oh. Like, I'm not yeah, saying any of that. Yeah, probably one of the Stasnies or something or Michel Goulet. So, just the first four-goal game in Colorado or, like, four Colorado. Oh, the, I don't – is that – I don't know if that is – That's what, what they said. Yeah, That's, okay. Because I would – yeah, I would imagine those – Like, cool, they had some good teams in the 90s that played the Red Wings. Like, you'd think there'd be four-goal guys. Like, even a Claude Lemieux, you'd think, oh, would yeah, come and that. score, right? Like, they had some good players then. In Colorado. Hey, Duke. Like, I can name a whole bunch of guys that scored. Uh, the GM for uh, uh, the Rangers, wasn't he? Chris Drury? Yeah. Was he an avalanche? See, I was just like, that's the era where I remember guys for one team. Like, I know uh, Chris Drury was a Ranger. Right. But I remember him as a Sabre. Right. Like, Danny Briere is a right. Sabre. Ah, Despite him being a Flyer. And a Coyote. And someone else. Didn't he play for Montreal, too? He, yeah. At the end? Yeah, he might have. Yeah. yeah, that's what French French guys do. Uh, Ethan Bear signed with the Washington Capitals two years, two million dollars. Yeah, it kind of got delayed for some reason though. Like, but like we knew we about are it. gonna sign you, but not yet. Like, I'm uh, wondering if it had anything to do with the, the salary cap or like the roster freeze. Yeah. Uh, last NHL story, I didn't have it because I just found out about this. Did you know this year the Winter Classic uh, is gonna have an MVP? Yes. And they're going to get the Coco Cup. Nice. I don't know if New that's tradition. sponsored by anything. I don't but know. The, the field looks neat, though. Have you seen it? No, I actually didn't. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. Yeah, it looks pretty neat. It's safe go field. I'm very excited. Uh, that's your New favorite yeah. hockey game. Uh, yeah. I mean, as a spectacle. Right. It's outdoors. It's different. You wear fun yeah. jerseys. Everyone, I, lo- I know a lot of people don't like the jerseys. You got to do something different i yeah. like that seattle's bringing back the metropolitan for sure look. yeah bring back the tradition where they want to stand like up and, and they sold out forty-seven thousand. the the game is sold out yeah oh. all right i guess we're not going nope to seattle no room yeah because it's oh i just realized the game is so the game's on at like noon in their time it's three o'clock right. eastern time right hmm. that's weird i kind of I kind of like the games under the lights. Yeah. Or at least like do like the football where you start at like four. Right. Four o'clock your time. So like the first period, there's some sunshine, but then you get under the lights by the mid second, even into the there's, third. There's no sunshine in Seattle. That's true. You're just going to get rain. <laughs> rain. I wonder if That's they have their to put, biggest issue. If they have to put the roof on. Yeah. I don't know. All right. That is it for the NHL and I guess just hockey in general. Let's go to the NFL. Week 16, Thursday night football, the Rams beat the Saints 30-22. to I like, kind of watched this one. It, it was actually not that close. <laughs> like, the, the New Orleans actually came back late. 
they scored a couple of late scores to to make the game interesting, but it was all Rams. I liked the Kyron Williams scored the touchdown and brought it to his mom and the right. cool story yeah. there. Yep. Uh, but just you know, Al Michaels, he's got a couple weeks left. I I wonder if this is if we got one more year of Al Michaels. Yeah, I don't know. Cause I don't know if I don't know if this is it. Yeah. I guess it's just one more game. One more. Yeah. Oh wait, was that th- oh yesterday was or two days ago was might have been the last Al Michaels game. That might have been it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, two games because three would be way too much. Yeah, I can't. The schedule this week is ridiculous. And there's one I was looking for the other game. Like, where's the one o'clock game today? Nope, it's nowhere to be found. There's uh, there is a reason for that, and you're gonna love it when we we go oh through guess the lines. Uh, Pittsburgh beats Cincinnati 34-11. Yep, Mason Makes Rudolph sense. magic. Yep. So like the Steelers are still they're still kind of in this. I know. Even though they're really not, they shouldn't be. But there's a there's a logjam that oh yeah now includes Jacksonville yeah as a part of this. Uh, Buffalo beats the Chargers twenty four twenty two. New coach theory close. yeah. Took a last second field goal for Buffalo yeah. I think though this might be like the Lions. If this is your trap game, I mean the yeah. Lions eventually lost. But if this is your trap game and yeah. you still win, yeah, exactly, yeah. They're the six seed. They're pretty. They win this week. They're clinch a playoff clinch a spot. spot already. Yeah. So all signs pointed up Point. for Buffalo. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Cleveland beats Houston thirty six twenty two. Amari Cooper was it like two hundred and sixty five yeah. receiving yards. Um, I feel bad for anybody that plays fantasy because I'm sure someone fluked their way. I don't know if it's over now or that semifinals. I don't pay attention to that, but. Uh, huge game for Cooper and uh, Cleveland with, well, I guess this week clinch their their playoff spot officially. I I'm a Cleveland believer now after watching Joe Flacco tear apart a really good New York Jets defense. All right, uh, I'm gonna give you two options here. You have to pick which you'd rather see. Would you rather see Joe Flacco face the Ravens or Matt Stafford face the Lions in the playoffs? Matt Stafford, just because of the they traded for each other yeah that would be god make it more interesting um atlanta i just i try to keep quitting them and then they beat alive they beat the colts 29 to 10 of course they did because i bet on that i was gonna bet on that too i didn't get a chance to but i would have taken atlanta because i got and they were favored which we didn't think they should have been but they they proved us wrong i ESPN had a description which was just perfect for the Falcons, which was, imagine this team was the 2016-17 Golden State Warriors when they got Kevin Durant. Then imagine that they ran their offense through Festus Azili and yeah, yeah. some other backup. <laughs> some other guy, yeah. Just the backups because, like, Kyle Pitts actually can make an impact if you give him the chance. I know. And we've just flip-flopped quarterbacks, and it's like, are, are we – It's a mess. Is this team really going to make the playoffs? Are you wearing your red helmets? Are you wearing your black helmets? I like the red helmets. Yeah. But- um, yeah, I really – I can't I can't believe in this team. And – now they're a game back of a wild card. I don't think they're. I think wild card is their better chance than right, a than division, division title, which is just bizarre. Uh, Tampa Bay beats Jacksonville thirty to twelve. Trevor Lawrence hurt again. Tampa Bay looks good. They do look good. Like, uh, do, can can we trust me? Mayfield? Well, I can uh, in the regular season. You know he's going to blow in the playoffs. 
Yeah, because I just think of just, round one. It, you know what I think actually is going to matter for them when they play their first round playoff game? Because, I don't know. To me, I, I think they're better than the Saints. I think they beat the Saints yeah. this week. This week they play the Saints, right? Yes. I should probably know that. Um, I think they win the division title, and I think depending on when – so again, it's I guess it's still up in the air. Philly, Dallas. Let's just say Dallas for argument's sake. Yeah. If they play Dallas on like at night, I think that's way worse for Tampa. Really? Yeah. I think if they're playing in like the middle of the day. Yeah. They have a better shot. Yeah, I don't know why. Okay. But I just think if the lights are too, the lights might literally be, be too, too bright, bright for yeah. Baker. Prime time. He'll be the new Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Mister Prime Time. Uh, Seattle beats Tennessee, twenty seventeen. Back-to-back game-winning drives with two different quarterbacks. T- Tennessee's just a strange team, eh? Like, they're always around. And I don't think and they've they gotten killed nobody. this year. No, and they, they're they way worse than they used to be. Like, it's just so bizarre. Like, is, is Tannehill, did he play? Yeah. Okay, I was thinking bit. that because Levis is coming back this week. Right. That's just weird. Like, he's just sitting there like... All right, guys, I'm going to figure out what I'm doing next year. Yeah. Because, like, he might come back. Uh, this was the second half of what I thought was a great bet was taking Washington plus two and a half against the Jets. Yeah. Which, if I just bet it individually, at least would have won. Right. Because they had the little backdoor cover, 30 <laughs> to 28 for the Jets. Yeah. Both these teams are just playing for pride at this yeah. point. Yeah. Not a not a lot happening there. Except for points, finally. If you're a Jets <laughs> fan, like, oh, thank goodness. Last two weeks, it's been like a a smorgasbord of points. As uh, is it is it Zach Wilson or is someone else starting? No, it's Simeon. Oof! Wow, that's terrible. Uh, Green Bay beats Carolina, thirty-three, thirty. They're like Atlanta. Yes. Yeah, we we know we should have won our last two games, lost them both, but want to win this one, then we're still in it. Yeah, again, just just a mess. And like, <laughs> I feel bad for Carolina. I actually think that's that's a team I'm looking at. I guess tomorrow, <laughs> like I think they could beat Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville's not playing well, and no Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, there's a chance Downward Carolina trajectory. Uh, Chicago beats Arizona 27-16, and um, I guess I'll just I'll, I'll try this again, even though there's a rumor out there that the Bears now don't want to pick a quarterback at one. Aww. But just, you know, watch some Caleb Williams highlights because, yep. you know, he's pretty good. That's right. Uh, I think the Bears, if the Bears are smart, they trade the pick again. Like, they right. had the number one pick last year and yeah. traded it. Yeah. You're, if you're not picking a quarterback, someone will. What, and what are the Bears now? Six and nine? seven and eight like all of a sudden they're 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 getting close to being reasonable kind of like can i now claim it wasn't that ridiculous to think they could have been a playoff team no definitely not i i think fields is good he is good. like he makes the bears better six and nine right yeah like that's pretty respectable considering you missed what four games yeah and we had right? the whole tyson bajan kind yeah. of minor storyline right. yeah yeah, I think if the Bears genuinely, if the Bears are smart, Justin Fields is a franchise quarterback. Yeah, and if you're not taking a quarterback at one, and I guess if you want to keep the pick, you take Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, that's kind of weird. How many wide receivers have gone number one? I can only think of uh, one. Keyshawn yeah. Keyshawn Johnson. Oh, I think I was went one. Say, uh, Rocket Ismail. Wow, 
I haven't heard that name in so long. He's, he's old. That's true. Uh, where are we? Uh, Detroit beats Minnesota 30-24. to Clinches their first division title. First NFC North division title ever. Ever. Yes. That's a great that's a great stat. Yeah. Uh you watched this game. I watched some of this game with yeah. you. Yeah. Where it just the Lions seem like they're kind of rounding into form. Yeah. They're just unfortunately the fourth best team in the NFC. Yeah. Right? Like and for like And they're gonna see that this week. Yeah. They're yeah. gonna see Dallas and go, Oh yeah. These guys these guys are good. Yeah. Like Detroit could win in round one, although yeah. I'd be scared to play the Rams. Right. Just because of like Stafford coming back and is this some yeah. big puka game and cup and just tears the hearts out of Lions fans one more time before he probably retires. Yeah. Just retires before round two. Yeah. Uh Miami beats Dallas twenty to twenty two. Uh just who has the ball last? Yeah, in a pretty low scoring affair. Was it rain? I felt like I remember yeah. seeing rain. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Miami and Dallas, I think a lot of teams or a lot of people have question marks about both of them. Is it bad that I still left this game with less question marks for Dallas? Like, I know yeah. who I know who Dallas is. Yeah, just put them at home and they'll be just fine. We'll <laughs> see tonight. Take the over in Dallas tonight against the Lions. Uh, but yeah, Miami, like, they win. But I still just, like, I can't trust it because if they're – I guess if they're the two seed, I mean we'll see it this week. They play Baltimore. This is yeah, your this, this is your test and next week, right? They got two big games coming up. Like they're already their their playoffs are starting tomorrow for them. Like it, that's a playoff game type of game. Because if it's Buff- for the one seed, yeah, in it, the conference, and if they lose that, then they're playing for the division title. And if they lose that, they'll squeak in as a wild card guy. And then realistically round one you're probably playing kansas city yeah so you have to go to kansas city which i guess if there's any team that's beatable is kansas city and tyreek hill gets to go home yeah i guess it's also whoever wins the afc south you you probably i mean it'll be cleveland right that's playing them so i i think i think cleveland should be favored in that game i don't care if it's jacksonville houston indy i agree like a nice like one and a half, two and a they half. They got the defense, and and I believe in Flacco. I, <laughs> who thought we would I be saying this like well. ten I, years after a Super Bowl? Exactly, yeah. And like three years after he was kind of already out of the league. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sunday night. I know you probably watched this one. New England beats Denver twenty six twenty three. The the tanking tanking didn't work. No, and it was the end of russell wilson's career as a denver bronco basically that is they should have won that game that's such a bizarre story yeah and i i don't i actually feel bad for russ i don't think this is fair no i know uh but yeah chad ryland after what was it a couple weeks ago that he shanked the game game winning field goal right but uh i guess no no tanking in new england i guess not Uh, we don't want caleb williams they're just doing some reverse psychology yeah They'll probably have to trade up with the Bears now. Yeah, to get them. Uh, Sunday, or Sunday, Christmas. I watched all these ones. Uh, Vegas, Kansas City. Ugly. This was an ugly. If you're a Chiefs fan, you're going, they should have just stayed around the Christmas tree and opened more presents because they weren't ready. And you read, there's, I don't know if they have it in football, but if they, if there's a practice where they can't use balls, <laughs> Andy Reid's going to have one of those games. We're just running. It was like, like, 
Mahomes is running into his running back, and they, it was just like uh, the Raiders scored two touchdowns in seven seconds. And of course, Mom's watching and said, "Yeah, this never happens. Like <laughs> you don't score fourteen points in seven seconds." I felt bad the the um, interception return. Jack Jones gives the ball to a kid and then takes it. Ba- he stole it back, back from the kid, and and he was chirping Mahomes going into the end zone too. I, went, I don't. I wouldn't do that. You don't want to poke the bear, especially when you're the Raiders. Yeah, because like twenty to fourteen, like Kansas City had the ball. Like they, oh, had, a they had a chance for sure, and it's just another sloppy. Yeah, and. We're probably going to look at this in a couple months and be like, wow, the Chiefs still made like the conference championship. And we'll be like, how did they do that? Right. But no one's going to remember that a year from now. They'll just go, oh, yeah, they lost to the Ravens in the AFC championship game. Right. But everyone will be like, everyone that will remember. Yeah. But it was such a bad season. They n- yeah. didn't have Tony, which is yeah. probably a good thing at this point. <laughs> so it's a positive at least uh, Pacheco, who was in concussion protocol, cleared for oh, okay. this week. He should be back. Uh, middle game. And Taylor. We should have Taylor. Taylor, too. Swift back. Okay. That's good. Back. She was there. They don't show her anymore. No. But apparently the Nickelodeon game had a Taylor cam where oh they just boy. showed her the whole game oh in, boy. like, the corner of the screen. Uh, middle game. Philly beats the Giants 33-25. And, again, when you're building a team's resume – it doesn't look good when the Eagles are fully in control of this game and Hurts throws pick six. Yeah, like this This was one – I think we talked about this. It's a division battle, right? What was the spread? I think it was 12 and a half or something. It's like take the Giants. I know the Giants are bad and the quarterback still lives at home, but I would take the Giants. Yeah. And sure enough, yeah. It, like the Eagles, they're like the Kansas City. We're still waiting for them to start playing. Okay, the regular season started, guys. <laughs> The difference for the Eagles is that they still just win. Like, I just yeah. feel the Eagles feel like how the Chiefs do most years. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's the year where, yeah, Eagles are playing bad, but, ah, oh, but we still won. Where the Chiefs are like, oh, we played bad and, oh, we lost. Oh, man. How do we keep that, losing these? Yeah. Where's Tyreek Hill? Is he not here anymore? Yeah. Uh, but the Monday night game, which was hyped up to be, and deservedly so, Two best teams in football, best record yep. in San Francisco, and Brock Purdy just laid an egg. He did, yes. Doubled up his interception total for the year. Yeah, it was just a one-sided affair. It's like, so we in the last three weeks, we or four weeks, we've gone from the Dallas Cowboys, I think, might be the best team, Yep. to the, oh, wait, maybe the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team. Yep to the wait i think the san francisco 49ers <laughs> are the best team to no wait the baltimore ravens are so this scares me going into this next game because do we now say oh wait miami. The miami dolphins are now the best team and then the week after that we'll go are the buffalo bills, bills the best team i think baltimore to their credit is peaking i everyone's saying at the right time i'm worried it's a little early early yeah yeah just yeah pump the brakes for a week or two you're almost in the playoffs like if they win and get the one seed like just beware of a buffalo or a miami or a kansas city honestly even a cleveland coming to town again it's joe flacco coming back to baltimore yeah no one's gonna feel confident about that no as they they shouldn't no both defenses are great yeah and then it's flacco versus lamar like 
obviously Lamar is the better quarterback and he's probably going to win MVP again. And he's 20 years younger. <laughs> but it's still just like it's it's playoff Joe Flacco. Probably yeah. the last time we saw him in the playoffs, he won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Before Lamar ultimately took over for him. <laughs> Uh, then this Thursday, Cleveland beats the Jets 37-20. Yeah, it was a close game. Just it was surprised that it was high scoring because both those defenses – I watched that game to watch a defensive like 6-3 battle. I just thought that's the way it was going to play out. But, again, to me, Flacco was like, if he can throw against the Jets and they're a top-five defense, then they're in good shape. Mm. Yeah, again, didn't watch this one. Just knew, knew I could skip it. And, and the running. Ford running well for Cleveland. Not a not another Cooper 200, 200 yard receiving game. Nope. I saw that it was required. Like, it was like first half and Flacco it was like Flacco going off in the first half. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't need to watch this. Yeah. No, it was over early. Uh, all right, check in on the standings. Baltimore AFC will start. Baltimore twelve and three. They play Miami eleven and four. Best team in football right now. Playing for the one seed before Miami takes over that title. Yep. Buffalo Bills, week 18, best team in the NFL. That's right. Kansas City, 9-6. and six. They're uh. just, I know. They're lucky they're in a bad division. They'll win their division. Uh, Jacksonville, 8-7, and seven, who are just now in a log jam. I know they have the tiebreaker, but I they would don't sure have their quarterback. For at least this week. Yeah, like they could be go 8-9 and nine and miss out on the playoffs. We thought they were going to win the division. Uh. Cleveland eleven and five clinched their they playoff spot. Uh, Buffalo nine and six win Uprising, this week. Yeah, clinch a playoff spot and then take on Miami for the number one rank. And then we have four teams, one spot: Indianapolis, Houston, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, all at eight and seven. Is Houston getting their quarterback? Strode back. So he cleared concussion protocol. I presumably. think they're the best team out of that. I'd like to see that team in out of that conglog conglomerate of teams so then round one we would see if just everything stayed the same we'd see miami houston yeah kansas city buffalo no oh boy and jacksonville cleveland okay i don't know like yeah obviously if lawrence is hurt i don't want to see jacksonville in the playoffs with yeah cj bethard yeah because i know rourke He's isn't there anymore because you told it was new england wasn't it yeah claimed him yeah Hopefully, Bill Belichick found his next Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. Nathan Rourke. Uh, NFC, San Francisco 11-4. and four. A little sneaky that Philly and Detroit are also 11-4. and four. Right. Like, San Francisco's four games are kind of memorable. Like, yeah. They lost the Minnesota Monday night game. Yeah. They lost this Monday night game. Um, I said they were memorable. Now I'm forgetting who they lost them. to. They beat Dallas. They beat Philly. Hmm. Where's the where are those other losses coming from? Because those two losses are not the Minnesota one is not great because that was um, when we were in the Pastronaut era with Josh Dobbs. Um, they lost who? Oh yeah, because they had the three week stretch. They lost to Cleveland, you know. Minnesota, and Cincinnati. Right. Yeah, you know what? Maybe their their trajectory is going back They're up. Peaking. Philly just the worst 11 and 14 or maybe not the worst the right. most unhappy 11 and yeah. 4 team i've ever seen yeah like no one is happy on that team no detroit the complete opposite yeah happiest 11 4 team 
He could tell them they were four and eleven, and they'd be like, "Ah, well, you know, still won the division. <laughs> yeah, still biting ankles." Tampa eight and seven, like we said, Baker. Baker looks good. He does. We don't want to talk too soon. Uh, Dallas ten and five, just an overqualified wild card team. Yeah, just let's abolish divisions and let Dallas host a playoff game. Yes, when they uh, have a chance to win. Rams, Seahawks, both eight and seven, hold the last two wild card spots. And then our logjam of Minnesota, Seattle, Atlanta, Green Bay, New Orleans, all seven and eight. Wow. I can't wait to see Steve Kornacki this week yeah. more than usual to just filter out this mess. Yes. We need Steve Kornacki for the World Juniors. You're right. Yeah. Gold differential. Um, all right. So we have a few injuries slash benching. So Trevor Lawrence is out. And yeah, I assume CJ Bathard is playing, which heads up Carolina. And then our benching. Jared Stidham is starting for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Which Russell Wilson's the year. probably done in Denver. Yeah. He's going to get paid a lot of money not to play there. And I don't know. I saw the teams. It was like Atlanta, New England, Pittsburgh that want to get him. And I'm like, yeah, just maybe, maybe not Atlanta, but one of those other teams. <laughs> I think Bill Belichick, Russell Wilson would be a good combination. You think? Yeah, because like, we're not going to be good. So he still gets to start. Yeah, but he doesn't get to do what he wants out there. Yeah. That might might be a good thing. Or there might be no Bill Belichick there, so maybe it works. Uh, Tarod Taylor starting for Tommy DeVito. I guess we had a good uh, run with yeah. the story. The Italian's done. Yeah, the mom can – you don't have to make his bed anymore. <laughs> Cook him chicken. And then uh, the last one, which I'm surprised by, and it just feels like a, I'm going to get fired, so I'm going to try something. Jacoby Brissett starting for Sam Howell in Washington. Wow. So uh, I assume Ron Rivera is probably packing up his office. Yeah. New owners are there. Someone else is stepping in. We know Howard's good. I think I think the only question... Or Owl, sorry. Uh, does does Ron Rivera even make it to Monday? Or is that like a Sunday night yeah, football? Yeah, somebody has to get fired on Black Monday. No. Then they can't call it Black Monday anymore. Uh, I don't know if he makes it out of Sunday. Wow. I... I I just can I just can picture Mike Mike Forio on Sunday Night Football. Yep, I told Ron Rivera he's done right after the game. But yeah, like you said, even if they were okay, they would still fire him yeah, because they want the owner own. wants his guys. That's right. Whoever that may be, I don't know who you're gonna go out and get, but I'm sure there's someone out there. Uh, also, just I wanted to open up college football bowl season i don't know if that's in your bad good grave but i wanted to give you the floor if oh yeah just it's just been hard to bet i did put that in i think my bad was like the ohio state team that you saw all year is not the same team so the last three days i think i've watched i don't know eight games half of them the quarterback is making his first career start. Like, that can't happen in the bowls. Like, again, it's the last time I'll have to rent because next year will be playoff games. Yeah, they, all the important teams. They can call them bowls if you want, but at least most people are not going to be – right? I I really think that's going to make a big difference in terms of players debating whether they want to opt in or opt out. To win a national championship, you're probably going to play. Yeah, I think you'd get a lot more criticism if you don't play in that. Those, yeah, because I get it. The bowl games is just a bowl game. And then the other thing that I find might help, too, is 
like some of these teams haven't played since November 23rd, November 24th. There's a big gap where now I don't I think that gap's going to get narrowed with all these yeah, the playoff it's games. It's rounds of playoff games, yeah. right? So you'll probably start earlier the week after, I yeah, would assume. And then just go right through, which I think will help as well. So I like I said, I'm still enjoying the f- college football, but I'm going to enjoy it so much more next year. With way more, yeah, way more stakes and games. And then yeah. the sprinkle in the, the, the Pop-Tart Bowl or what was that? The Mayo Bowl. Ugh. Yes. Guys are like drinking mayo. It's yes. so Putting gross. Putting in their French fries. And I guess oh, the, pa- and the pack is now the pack two. <laughs> yeah, they still got <laughs> the two teams left. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the NBA. Only really got two things to talk about. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch a second of Christmas Day basketball. Wow, that's which, unheard of. Which is usually the you. big thing. But I was like, these football games are too good. And what was the percentage of viewers that thought the same way as you did? Uh, probably high. Probably, I actually didn't see anything. Oh, about okay. That. Yeah, I bet you it was pretty high because just most people want to watch an NFL game over an NBA game. Unless you've got an NBA tournament. So good on the NBA. They probably eked out some higher numbers in early December. Rather than, you know, getting their Christmas Day, which is supposed to be the NBA. I'm surprised they don't have a deal with the NFL because I know Major League Baseball, like football, will not have a Sunday night game on if there's a World Series game on. They usually will will not have it. Like, they don't want it to compete. Compete, yeah. Uh, for the fourth year in a row, the NFL had at least one game on Christmas Day. This marks the second year in a row with three games across the network. Okay, that said absolutely nothing. Um, can you not? Okay. Uh, Chiefs Raiders was $29.2 million, uh, $29 million Eagles Giants, and then somehow it went down for 49ers Ravens, just mm. to 27 but wow. still. People uh, were too drunk by that time. Yep. Uh, if anybody ever thinks the NBA is honestly even close to the NFL, uh, so you heard that. So we're in the twenty Nine. high twenties. Yep. Uh, the NBA two point four nine million wow. for Knicks Bucks, uh, Nuggets Warriors four point one million, wow. Lakers Celtics five million. Wow. Heat Seventy Sixers one point three and Suns Mavericks one point four seven. Huh. The NFL is king. Wow. By a lot. A, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Like, you combine all of those NBA games, and it's not even close to no. the lowest NFL game. Yeah. Damn. Um, all right, so Pistons losing streak, 28 games. Uh, Ends tonight. I'll tell you, I put. I bet already. I took Pistons plus four and a half. I should have just taken them to win. I was too chicken to bet 50 cents, but I bet a buck. <laughs> Double my money. The Pistons will beat the Raptors tonight, wow. especially with no OG. Yeah, so the big the big story now becomes OG and an OB today. OG and an OB, Preston Shachua and Malachi Flynn all traded to the New York Knicks for R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and a second-round pick. R.J. Barrett, like the Canadian? R.J. Barrett. Oh, I like that trade. You didn't tell me that part of it. Oh, yeah. Just said, I would have been pretty excited about that. Yeah, I just said, oh, Jesus, traded. I can't, yeah, I can't give you the full story. Wow. That, oh, thank you for the surprise. I like that trade. I think this is a very easy win-win trade. Yeah, like the, I like that. I think he'll, he will be good. He was already good in New York. I'm surprised they gave him up. So the big thing, 
I, I've, there was some breadcrumbs a few weeks ago that Tom Thibodeau kind of stopped playing Barrett in the uh, fourth quarter. Okay. Like, I think they said he had the eighth most minutes, fourth quarter minutes right. on the team. So if he doesn't trust him, right. and the Knicks are probably saying, well, we could get Ananobi, who you could argue is just a better version of Barrett. Right. Which then makes the win-win trade that much more win-win because the Knicks are trying to compete. They're trying to contend. Yeah. The Raptors, this is a this is They're a sign re- this is rebuilding team. Yeah. Or retooling. Tool. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. But RJ Barrett, if he's the one standing in the corner instead of OG to give some space for Scotty Barnes, I, right. I think that's a great move. Yeah. I think you're really gonna like Emmanuel quickly because he just never got enough minutes in New York and give him a chance he might really blossom like he might really be the team starting point guard wow maybe not by the end of the year but right next year that's i good. think he could be the starter okay because he's a guy where you just like especially in the playoffs last year like he he has something but he played next to jalen brunson and they're kind of the same guard so they played them together so doesn't really work yeah like they couldn't like cover for each other i right. think yeah win-win trade i mean Obviously, to give up on a couple of like Precious Chua, like yeah, but he just yeah, I I'm okay with that. Like you're right, down the road you would ah, oh, he was good, you know, he was gonna get better. Flint, same with Flynn. Flynn. I thought he was actually pretty good this year. I know it's year three, I think, for him as a Raptor. Yeah, they didn't use him too much in year one. Used him a little bit more in two. They're using him more this year. He's getting better. So, yeah, he's one of those guys who'll probably play 15 years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember he played it two and a half years in Toronto. And then had a long, illustrious career yeah. once leaving. But um, I think the number one thing of this trade, besides just the Raptors trade OG and Anobi, and I don't think there was any secret of, like, if you were going to pay this guy $40 million a year, that's just not worth it. Yeah. That's just no. not the guy he is. And the Raptors aren't in that position to be able to pay that. Like, they can, but, I mean, why? Yeah. They, you're, you're not winning. No. Wait till you're you're in the – yeah, you're in a competitive stage. Apparently, there's still – the Siakam trade buzz has not slowed down, mm. which that, to me, is the best organizational move. Yeah, absolutely. You can get, and wait till the deadline for him. But I'm surprised uh, – I guess – that's a, like I said, the Raptors probably got a uh, a deal they just couldn't turn down and said, yeah, let's do this now. Like even they get a second round pick. I know it, that doesn't mean much, but that's it still could. something on top of the two young guys yeah, that you get. You're getting, yeah. And I mean, we're going to, I buried, I buried the lead here. We're bringing a Canadian home. We're bringing RJ Barrett Finally, home. Finally, yes. I love it. Mississauga native, I think. I think that's sure. where he's from. I think it's because him and Dylan Brooks are both from there, and they said, like, Saga represent when they won the bronze. Uh, when Dylan Brooks – or Dylan Brooks – when R.J. Barrett wore a Maple Leaf, like, he's a different player. Right. I think you're getting a motivated guy. So we'll have to put a Maple Leaf on the Raptor jersey somewhere. That's true. Maybe he's, he's home. He's coming home. Yeah. Shout out R.J. Barrett. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it for the NBA. Hopefully the Raptors – um, well, I guess they wouldn't really be part of history unless they beat the Pistons. Right. Uh, to the MLB, uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who we don't have to call Y squared, and Michael K won't have to come up with a cool nickname for him uh, because he is a Los Angeles Dodger. Yeah, that's a l- little disappointing. Okay. I get it, though, because they already got a Japanese guy there, so I can see they had the advantage. 
And it was the only other team that wasn't the little brother. The yeah, Dodgers are exactly. the, big brother are the big brother in LA. In LA. Yeah, agreed. Twelve years, three hundred twenty-five million. That's a lot of money. Just empty pocket or empty the pockets in LA. Their two big signings this year cross over a billion dollars. That's crazy. Which I know Otani's gonna. He's yeah, deferring that's a great. It. Yeah, like I'm just wondering if other teams would have got in on the uh, act if they would have known he'd defer a lot of that money well especially the teams like, that are like we would have paid that much too yeah he probably wouldn't give up that money for other teams yeah would be my thought um also dodger otani uh gave joe kelly's wife um a porsche why so joe kelly wears 17 and otani wanted 17 so not even Joe Kelly himself. His wife offered the number up, which <laughs> usually in those deals, you get something, you know, yeah. you get a watch, yeah. not usually a Porsche, but right. I like that he gave it to the wife and not to yeah. Joe himself. So shout out Shohei Otani. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, the Padres signed uh, Yuki Matsui. I feel like there are a lot of Japanese players coming in, Yeah, which for a second that kind of sounded racist or xenophobic but i just feel like a lot of them are trends it's a trend that's posted yeah so it's a racist rant yeah we're not mad about them coming in i like i actually not gonna lie not just trying to backtrack this i love watching japanese baseball players like when they were in the world baseball classic i was like let me watch every game of this because they just they're not the modern style it's not strikeout home run it's let's get base hits let's be good base runners instead of you know, all these Americans that are just like, let's hit bombs or strike out. Except for Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, is, he's a good one. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays made two signings. Not the record-breaking no. Cody Bellinger we expected. But uh, Kevin Kiermeyer, one year, $10.5 million, And now former Yankee, Isaiah right. Kiner-Falefa. IKF. Everyone, yeah, just call him just IKF. So you know, that's what we call them. Way easier. And he'll be a good addition to them. They'll like him. Because uh, he ended up, he end up, he might end up playing third. Yeah, he kind of just played baseman everywhere. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, if they don't end up getting a third baseman, he can just fill in there. Two years, fifteen million for him. Kind of just seems like this team is running it back. Which yeah, you do this. They have to now. And you say this That's is the plan B. Yeah, it's our do or die year. I don't know if you can. It's the last dance. Yeah. Before you have to make big organizational decisions which if this next year goes anything like this past year uh there will be a new changes. manager gm yep. maybe more in First toronto baseman. <laughs> oh yeah the one thing the consistent and we've said this for months is bobachette bobachette is your franchise cornerstone yeah. that you thought vladimir guerrero jr would be. right he's your he's just a different player than what you thought you were going to get in your first baseman. He's a he'll get you two hundred hits, twenty home runs, and play decent shortstop. Yeah, decent on in a good year. Yeah, but make mistakes at the worst time, unfortunately. Uh, it was funny. One of my notes was the moves are most likely done for the year, and uh, that was a lie. Uh, Lucas Giolito signs with Boston, two years, thirty-eight and a half million dollars. I don't know. This like I'm not I'm not too scared of that. The Red Sox don't want to finish fourth. That's why. <laughs> or sorry, they don't want to finish fifth. They want to finish fourth. How, who are they gonna finish ahead of? Tampa? Yeah. Do you think Tampa finishes fifth? Especially if they can track down Franco. Yeah, that was really bad. That he's just like they can't, they can't even get him in his house houses. 
<laughs> right? Like they went. To, he's got more than one house, of course, in Dominican, and they still can't find him. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Did you check the schools? Oh my uh, god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my last story. Oh wait, I I just realized we didn't even do guess the lines in the NFL. We'll finish no. this and then we'll circle back to okay. it. Okay. Everyone's uh, waiting. Where's the guess the lines? Yeah, come on, guys. Where's Jack's cool categories? Yeah. I did. I do have some cool ones this week. Uh, Chris Sale. I don't know if you saw this one. Yeah. Chris Sale is an Atlanta Brave. Oh. Traded to the Braves for Vaughn Grisham. Oh, that was a quiet move. The the Braves, kings of the quiet move this year. Yeah. Just And they've made probably 12, I'd say maybe probably more than 12 transactions this offseason. Right. Bit Uh, of a gamble. Bringing guys in, trade them out. Yeah. A good gamble also because this year the Red Sox are covering 17 of oh. his $27 million. Oh, that's yeah, that's a pretty good gamble. easy gamble to make then, yeah. Like uh, I saw, wow. I don't know who their fifth starter is, but I saw if your top four is Spencer Strider, yeah. Max Fried, Charlie Morton, and Chris wow. Sale. Wow. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. Yep. I also think um, they had a rookie this year, Bryce Elder. I think he's their, their fifth, fifth starter. Guy. So they're healthy. Yeah. Atlanta, great. That's just great move because yeah. it's the again. It seems like a big bet, but if they're it's covering not, most of the bill, yeah, then who cares? Yeah. All right, everyone was waiting for this, and I'm sorry that I, I didn't. But it's uh, it's guess the lines as I'm checking the Raptors score. Um, nope. <laughs> guess the lines week seventeen. Yeah, week seventeen. I almost forgot. Um, the first one game probably starting or has just started a couple minutes ago. Uh, we have Monday Night Football, but on a Saturday, which is why it's the only game on. I don't even know what day it is, so you could have said it's <laughs> Monday Night Football day. on a Tuesday. Uh, Monday, it's the thirtieth. <laughs> Monday Night Football on a Saturday, Detroit at your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I'll say they have the Cowboys favored by four and a half. Feel like you saw that one, but uh, I said three. It is four and a half. I did not see that one because I did bet the game, but I took it over. The over under is fifty two and a half. There's there's gonna be points. Yeah, I yeah. Dallas scores a lot, and so does Detroit. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> it's we'll finally get to hear it again. Buffalo was too loud was last week. You couldn't hear him say anything. Uh. This one, again, I, I like my obscure. Uh, we have the Devin Hester Bowl. Okay. Devin Hester, anyone who doesn't know, legendary punt returner. I think he was a wide receiver, but he was a, a punt, little bit. He was yeah. a punt returner. Punt returners are usually not good receivers. That's why they're doing punt and kick returning mostly. Uh, and I think most people won't remember this. The Devin Hester Bowl, the Atlanta Falcons at the Chicago Bears. Wow. Devin Hester broke the punt return touchdown record with Atlanta. <laughs> I'll say the Bears are favored by two and a half. Yep, exactly two and a half. Are you sure you didn't look at these? <laughs> I said one and a half. Honestly, I don't know which way to go about this. Like, which way is better? Do I just believe yeah, in them? Right. Do I lose to Justin Fields, who I've been clamoring for for the yeah. last, like, month? Right. This it's, is Atlanta's. This is their time for the pro scouts to look at them and look at Fields and go, oh, yeah, we want him. Yeah. Then you'd have to give up multiple first-round picks for him. Um. I guess I guess I'll take Atlanta. I'm a, I won't bet it. I, I promise everyone that they're just they just keep hurting me one way or the other. I just yeah. want them to lose and then they win. I want them to lo- win, win and then they, they lose. lose. Yeah. I don't know what I want. <laughs> I don't think I want to see them in the playoffs. I don't. I don't want to see Taylor Heineke. I don't even know lose to the Eagles. 
who right. aren't that good anyways. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Eagles, we have two um, inconsequential animal battles. Oh. I wanted to call it bird battles, but the yeah. second game isn't birds. Okay. First one is birds. It's uh, the Arizona Cardinals at the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll say they've got the Eagles favored by nine and a half. <sighs> okay. This I hope this was it was either you just proving you weren't cheating oh. or uh, I said twelve and a half. It's eleven and a half. Ah, I was gonna say eleven and a half. <laughs> I said there's no way because the Eagles haven't played well. Yeah, I don't know if I could take the Eagles again. Arizona always in games. Yeah, they are very good. Uh, the next one, another inconsequential animal battle. It's a it's a cat battle this time. The Carolina Panthers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. I'm going to say they still have Jacksonville favored by three and a half. Yep, exactly. Three and a half. I said four and a half. I was going to say four and a half, but then I thought, oh, yeah, they don't have their quarterback. It's it's CJ Beathard time. Yeah. Uh, I I just I want to pick the Panthers. I want I think the <laughs> Panthers are going to win. Do I? Will I bet it? Probably not. not. But I can say it here because yeah. I could be wrong. No one's keeping track of this. <laughs> Uh, next up, the Alex Smith Bowl. Okay. Which I guess technically could be San Francisco, Kansas City, but I would call could that also the Joe Montana. Joe Montana Bowl, yeah. Uh, the Alex Smith Bowl, San Francisco at the Washington Commanders. Oh. I'm going to say they have Sam Fran favored by six and a half. <laughs> I also said six and a half. We get a tie in there. Uh, San Francisco, when I did this, at least it could have changed. Right. San Francisco favored by 14. Oh, well, I guess Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. The Chase Young revenge game. I guess that probably would have been a better name right, for it. For it, yeah. Uh, Alex Smith Bowl is fun. Uh, yeah, it gave me the Niners to win, but. Yeah, I don't know about that much. Yeah. I think Washington's offense is good. Yeah, they can score. So, yeah, be, be aware of that one. All right, we got five half playoff implications because if anyone tells me the Raiders or actually Raiders can still win the AFC West okay. if they win outright. Okay. Uh, first one, New England at Buffalo. Buffalo, they must have them favored by ten and a half. Yeah, I said eight and a half. It's 14. Wow. That's that's a little that's steep. That's a lot, yeah. Like New England, we know they're bad, but they their keep defense teams is close. Good. Yeah, Belichick is not going to get killed by Buffalo. No, I don't think so. Like they beat Buffalo this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 14, 14 too high. Yeah. Oh wait, I do have to say I did put in a pretty. I've never done this before because I think it's weird, but because these spreads were so high, I have to pull up my FanDuel for this. I did a teaser. Yeah. So you move the point spread down or okay. up. You can right. move it whatever way you want. So I did a three-team, six-and-a-half point, like plus six-and-a-half, uh, and it's Eagles, Bills, Niners. Okay. So Bills or Eagles down to five, yeah. Eagles to seven-and-a-half, and 49ers to seven-and-a-half. Well, say that again. You said Eagles twice. Oh, Eagles five, yeah. Bills seven-and-a-half, oh, okay. 49ers seven-and-a-half. Gotcha. So, you know, just trying something different. Yeah. Different ways to win. Or lose. Or lose. $2.50. Oh, big spender. <laughs> Going to win how much, though, on that? Uh, $3.25. Oh, okay. Like $3.25. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't want anyone to think I was going to win $300 from $2. Right. FanDuel will be like, hey, we want <laughs> we want to sponsor you guys. <laughs> yes, spend your money. Um, next up, the LA Rams at the New York Giants. I guess I'd call it like the current Wa- Kurt Warner Bowl. Okay. Uh, Rams will be favored by three and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I also said three and a half. It's six. Wow. I could see I could see this the letdown Giants game. Yeah. Possible. Uh, I don't know though. That's a tough one. Uh next up, two returning rookie quarterbacks, the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. Oh boy. I'm gonna say they probably have Houston favored by three and a half. Uh, we are going to split that one. My math just did not compute for a second. Uh, I said five and a half, and it's four and a half. Ah, I'm going to say four and a half. I just think it's a little high because they just said Tennessee's always in games. Yep. feels like a field goal game. To yeah, me. they do. They do hang around. Uh, next up, yeah, I guess this is a full implication, but I just I, like the Raiders, really. Uh, the yep, Las Vegas alive. Raiders are at the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. Uh, they probably have the Colts favored by two and a half. Uh, you are going to get that one. I said four and a half. Oh. It's three and a half. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. No, we split it. Oh, I almost just... It's a tie. It's a tie. Um, we haven't had many of those this week. Uh, four. Yeah. Usually it's like seven or eight. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we do tie a lot. Um, that's why I'm surprised you still play this. You hate ties. I do hate ties. Um, like I might like do it to I Houston. Houston is the best out of that AFC South group. Yeah. But like, so let's say, let's just, well, let's boost them up. Houston wins the division. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is hurt. So they're, they're gone. Done. Who's the last playoff team? Like Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh. Wow, you're like all have second or third string quarterbacks. I kind of think, I kind of think Cincinnati. But then also like Pittsburgh would be the best, would be the most fun because then I would have to talk to you about a Steelers playoff game. Yeah. And Tomlin did it again, and what a genius! And right, they're gonna get killed by Miami or yeah, Baltimore. I do I I uh, I don't have no idea. <laughs> when you got Rudolph, Mintsu and Browning. Browning. That's a that's a I I don't know, that's a blender. <laughs> no idea. I guess, so I guess those, I don't even know if this one falls into half limp implications now, but the LA Chargers are at the Denver Broncos cuz I guess Denver's oh, still yeah, kind of has still a chance. technically alive, yeah. Uh they probably have the Broncos favored by Five and a half. Ooh, too high. I said two and mm. a half. It's three and a half. Mm. Some uh, Jared Stidham, I guess maybe not belief. Yeah. That's a bad court. Stidham like the, versus Easton Stick. Yeah. Like the Chargers are terrible. These are, used to be good matchups. Chargers and Chiefs and the Raiders. Raiders and Broncos. Now they're just, that's the game you don't want to watch. Yeah, I will. I will definitely be. Well, we'll. That's probably a four o'clock game. Which, by the way, the schedule—it's well, it's not taping. Um, let's see, the NFL. How many one o'clock games? I do know the number. Do you know how many one o'clock games are on? No. Here we go. 
Miami, Baltimore. We're just going to count this out. Miami, Baltimore, Tennessee, Houston, New England, Buffalo, Rams, Giants, 49ers, Commanders, Cardinals, Eagles, Saints, Bucks, Panthers, Jags, Falcons, Bears, and Raiders, Colts. Anyone counting at home? That's 10 1 o'clock Eastern games. Because the Monday night game's on tonight? Yeah, and then it's three 4 o'clock games, and then the Sunday Sunday night. Yep, because we can't spread we can't spread games out. Poor, no, no game on Monday night. No, no. Poor Scott Hansen is gonna have to talk through ten games. He's gonna do the octo box. And he's gonna yeah. be like, "Sorry, we can't put two can't games in." And then I'll have nothing to talk about for the four o'clock because there's only three games on. And it's not like they're very good games either. But it looks like the next week they're having different time slots for games. They're like more time slots. Yeah, like it's not all one o'clock. Well, right. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Stagger. They're, they're um, Actually, there's no timetable. It's based on what happens this week. They're going to slot games in based on uh, what where, what times games are played at. Because I think there's even a Sunday nighter next week. Yep. yep which we, which never happened before. Usually it was like 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games and that's it. I know that's been recently that they've added the Sunday night. Because mm. I know... Th- what the NFL probably wants is Baltimore to beat Miami this week and Buffalo to win, and then they get Sunday That'll night for the AFC East. For sure, yeah. Um, all right, two full implication games. Actually, these ironically are the two 4 o'clock games. Cincinnati at Kansas City. Kansas City will be favored by 6.5. Oh, my God, I got this one exactly. Thought I was good. Tie. 6.5. Wow. Just You reminded me of Browning. So I just went Kansas, and I'll take Cincinnati. Like Kansas City's clumsy; they just. I think Cincinnati hangs around too. Wow, they usually do anyway. Yeah, with Burrow. Yeah, and yeah, it's not like Browning is. Browning is a drop off to Burrow, but it's not as big He's as you think. He's played well. He has, yeah. I think Chase is coming back this week. Right. I like how I say this week as it it isn't in like a few hours. Right. Uh, the other one, Pittsburgh at Seattle. I kind of, I'm kind of excited about this one. That's a, that's a playoff game for sure. It is, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say they have Seattle favored by two and a half. Ah, I get this one. It was three and a half, and I said exactly three and a half. This is just like, do you put all your eggs in the Seahawks basket just yeah. to knock out the Steelers? Yes, please. <laughs> and end to the suffering. Um, all right, so we're at. Four, three with five ties. Wow, there we go. We're back to normal. With uh, two, three games to go. First one is the AFC one seed matchup, which we've talked about. Miami at Baltimore. Ah, they will have Baltimore favored by three and a half. And you get that exactly. I said two and a half. It is three and a half. Was that last year that Miami played Baltimore and it was like two was yep. like breakout game yeah the Baltimore was up by 28 in the fourth and Miami came back in Baltimore yeah that was like an early it was like, like September yeah yeah so a different game in this Baltimore team like again we haven't talked about this because Tua has been okay yeah but like if there's any Tua game to be worried about it's right. this, this Ravens it. team yeah. they're physical yeah uh, next up we have the NFC South title game I would, I would yep. think, uh, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. I'm gonna say they have Tampa Bay favored by three and a half. We will we'll split that one. 
Uh, and that clinches the week for you. Yeah. One game to go. Two and a half. Hmm. And I think that's too okay. low. Really? Yeah. I'll take Tampa. Tampa okay. minus two and a half. Okay. I'll take that. Uh, I can't wait to talk next week and be like, yep, Baker screwed me. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't fl- flinging his arms. Nah. He was, but he was running for his life. It was <laughs> for the same reason as you think. All right. Sunday Night Football, we've got our first playoff game. Okay. I'm calling it a playoff. I guess it's still possible, but it's it's pretty much a loser leaves town type of game. Green Bay at Minnesota. Minnesota starting Jared Hall. Wow. I'm going to say they have Minnesota favored by one and a half. Yeah, I say Green Bay by one and a half. It is Minnesota by one and a half. <laughs> I'll take Green Bay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather you're give me some points. I think Green Bay wins that game. That makes Week 18 way more fun if Green yeah. Bay, Minnesota. Right. like they're all in the mix. I think the Rams win, and they kind of, like Buffalo, separate right. themselves as a sixth seed, and then you kind of just get this mess. Of, mess, yeah. Like, NFL loves it, eh? Get ready for the mess that Week 18 brings. And it's too bad more of these teams don't play each other Week 18 to, like, really right. knock Be each like other out. Right, a playoff out. game. If, right. Yeah. That's the closest that we get. Um, all right. Pick a side. It is the best and worst World Junior moments. Um, I could say from experience that 2007 is the first tournament that I like legitimately remember. And that was in Lexan, Sweden. It was the Carey Price, Jonathan Taves team. Oh, yeah. So all of my World Junior history starts there, which I guess now is like a lot longer than I realize. Right. Um, so I guess it's just kind of there isn't just like a one answer, but uh, let's let's start negative. What to you is what is your worst World Junior memory moment? Uh, that would be Flurry trying to shoot the puck out and going off an American and into his own net. Yeah, those bright yellow pads. Five. Five I'm gonna say four. four I think because they should have won. That, oh, five was the. Like, they should have won that. That's a good one. Um, mine. I'll, I'll tell you my runner-up just because this was actually – there's two that are tied for runner-up, but I'll tell them quickly because they were both against Russia and they were back-to-back years. 2011, uh-huh. Russia came back from like four goals down yeah. in the third period. That team was gross. They had like oh, – um, they had like Panarin, Kuznetsov, Kucherov. They had a really good team. And then the next year, Canada was down 6-1, I think and made it 6-5 and then couldn't come back. But um, the easily the worst moment for me is 2010 Saskatoon. Jordan Everly scores two goals late again to tie the game against the States. Right. And then overtime, it's Petrangelo and Kadri, and there's a block shot, two-on-one. Ironically, Martin Jones was in net, and he was the backup because both teams pulled their starters in this game. It was like – I think it was 5-5 five, five after regulation. Right. And then I could just see John Carlson turns his skates and shoots it blocker side and wins, and Saskatoon just goes dead silent. Right. But no one remembers that because two months later, Crosby scored the golden goal against the U.S. So everyone's like, ah, whatever, it's fine. But that to me was the worst. That was yeah. like the worst moment. Like Dobson broke his stick a few years ago. That was that pretty was, bad. Yeah, I was thinking of that as an honorable uh, mention. I would say also the most agonizing one was, which they talked about 
the last time Canada was shut out, like it was a decade ago, it was two years ago. Right. It was in the bubble against the U.S. And like that U.S. team was good. It was like Zegras and Caulfield. They had a good team. But Spencer Knight just stood on his head that night. Right. And it was just... Won it for them. Yeah, it was just the worst. I think it was like 2 nothing, and poor Devin Levi, who was a great goalie, just got overshadowed. Right. Let's let's go back. Let's go to the positive. Let's talk about the best. Obviously, okay. Eberle. Yeah, Eberle, the big yeah. One. I think everyone would put that up there. And then, for me, the other two are, are very recent. The Bedard quarterfinal goal. Oh, yes. Right? The heartbreaker. Like that, yeah, like, that was huge. And the Mace McTavish save. Yeah. Like, both very recent, but so, like, it was nuts. Yeah, and both of those tournaments both ended with golden goals. Right. And that was... Uh, That's hard Mc- to beat. Yeah, the McTavish one was Kent Johnson, who I'm not sure anybody remembers that yeah. because of the McTavish save. Yeah. And then Dylan Gunther scored the golden goal last year against right. Czechia. And, like, even he didn't really seem like he cared. Yeah. Like, he scored and kind of just celebrated like right. it was a normal goal. Yeah. Um, I guess we should talk about other countries, too, and not just selfishly to Canada. No. Uh, Mika Zibanejad's golden goal is pretty good from Calgary. Okay. He, like shoves his teammate after like he tries to like jump towards him and he kind of just like jumps and heismans his own teammate <laughs> finland has a couple rasmus Ristolainen scored right. in overtime kapanen i think the kapanen one was in finland yes so it was yeah. that would be pretty crazy pretty, yeah um i mean the u.s won the john carlson golden goal right it's pretty nice um yeah, Russia, it's just kind of weird to talk about Russia now because... Yeah, it seems like so long ago since they were in it. Like, the last time they were in a tournament would have been 2021? In the summer. Oh, they were in right? the summer? Summer one. Wow. Because I was going to say, they were in the 2020 when Akil Thomas scored the... It wasn't a right. golden goal, but it was, it was close to it. Yeah, much. that was pretty... Yeah. Again, that was pretty exciting, right? Yeah. Canada has a lot of good World Junior memories, and I'm yeah. sure we forget a few. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm thinking of the one from Saskatoon back in 19... Oh, John 19... Slaney? Yeah. Like, slap shot from the point or whatever, right? Like, yeah, there's other moments that, again, I can't... Another one that comes to mind is uh, John Tavares. The d- double hit with the side of the oh, net yeah. on a beautiful goal that he scored. I, th- I think that was against Russia. That, and that was like a pre-tournament game too. Was it? Yeah. Oh wow. See, I don't even remember that. Because when you said it, but. Tavares, I was thinking the hat trick against the U.S. on New Year's Eve. Right. Uh, yeah. Everly is the one everyone goes to. Honestly, yeah. if Canada had won that gold in Saskatoon in 2010, right, people would probably remember the Everly scored twice in right. like the last like five minutes. Right. Against, I think it was 17-year-old Jack Campbell, which is kind of, that's mm. kind of wild, too. Uh, but, you know, we're spoiled with good memories. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully there's another come. signature moment coming. Yes. Um, all right, our next pick aside, I thought was fun. We're going to do 2024 sports predictions. Okay. So this is open-ended. You kind of, right. who's going to win championships, awards, okay. r- records, accomplishments, that kind of fun stuff for 2024 uh but that's all i've got let's get to your bad good and great okay uh starting off with the bad gotta stick with our detroit pistons <laughs> so they were up 17 on the celtics in boston two nights ago Yep. i thought so like the worst team in the league against the best team the nba would love it this is how detroit breaks their streak no they lose in overtime <laughs> 
Um, uh, bad, I also put the timing of the Spengler Cup. Like, why mm-hmm. not have it the week before Christmas? Or, like, don't you know? Everyone knows that everyone watch watches the World Juniors. Like, I know it's more Canadian. But, like, even uh, Henrik Lundqvist was saying, like, uh, like, we actually watch it a lot now. So, like, why not have the Spengler Cup at a different time? Yeah, as, like, a, a lead up to the tournament or yeah. just after the World the, Juniors. Because then you might get us to watch it, right? Like, it's not going to take much. I'll watch it. It's Canada. Yeah. But you're not putting it at a very good time i'm watching bowl games and i'm watching world juniors i d- just don't have time for anything else i do like the highlights of the occasional like um oh, yeah. the guy jonathan ang who just again that's just in the deep like part of my brain where i'm like yeah, i could re- i kind of remember him and they show his parents in the crowd i'm like right this is cool. yeah for sure those atmospheres look awesome and those guys are all playing europe right yeah and then, um, cause that's funny cause, um, millage it's cause it's either you're in Europe or you're not in the NHL. So they let you go. Like, uh, Aaron Dell is this Canada's goalie. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, the last for bad is just the bowl games should be included in the season. So I'm sick and tired of these portal transfers and opt outs. So hopefully that will all change next year, which it will. So because Ohio State's quarterback was wearing like he, he like was in Syracuse uh, for their game. They were in a bowl game December twenty second. He was not dressed, but I mean he was on the sideline. Like he was Syracuse's quarterback. No, no, it wasn't in uniform, but I mean he was on the sideline. Wait, so that, yeah, so like in is, street clothes, but before and then played for Ohio State. No, he didn't play for Ohio State yesterday. Oh no no no! I'm not think I'm not their actual starter. The oh. guy who ended up playing quarterback for Ohio State. Oh, he was wearing like number like twenty two or something. Thirty three. Thirty three. That's what it yeah. was. There was yeah. a quarterback I saw. I, again, you would probably know the quarterback was wearing like number forty seven or something. For who? I don't know. It was like a random, oh. probably not worthy of a bowl game. Gotcha. But he like trucked someone wearing forty seven as a quarterback. <laughs> um. Okay, on the good side, uh, I I liked what TSN's been doing with the behind the scenes with the World Junior. It's poor microphone. I know it's taking a beating. Do you want mine? <laughs> nope, I'm good. Um, and then the last one is I think it's good. Florida State is arguing to try and get out of the ACC. I guess there's a whole bunch of yeah, there's a lawsuit, lawsuit and whole bunch of stuff going on there so i don't know if that's going to happen or not but again getting closer to my super league (laughs) and then on the great um just again uh our world junior macklin celebrini Mm -hmm. we didn't haven't really talked about him but he's the complete player already he looks like a Sidney crosby in my mind he's not as flashy as bedard but He's just as good. He's a if I can say it that two, way. Two hundred foot player. Yeah, not that Bedard isn't, but I mean, I seen one highlight of Bedard's. You know the goal he scored against Tampa Bay yes. this year because yeah. obviously he's only played this year, <laughs> and it wasn't a great goal, but it was okay. But I seen the, how it started. If you get to see that goal when he scored against Tampa Bay, he's the one who started the play. He back passes or hits a guy's stick. 
but hits the puck over to the guy. Then he heads into the zone and gets the puck back and scores. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's like I seen it in the, you know, the top 30 plays of the year or something yeah. or 100 plays. I got to see the last 25 from one of the games I was watching. <laughs> Just thank God Bell 5 had it on long enough I could watch it. But anyway, it was pretty neat to see that. Um, Joe Flacco. Great. I, I got to put him in the great. I'm sorry. He, like, you you picked apart the New York Jets, who are a good defense. I just think he's for real. I just – now I think Cleveland has a chance here. If uh, if DeMar Hamlin wasn't in the NFL, Joe Flacco would be comeback player of the year. Exactly. Agreed. And then my last one here is uh, – it's called One Hot Mess from Sports Illustrated. Just short little stories that you're going to find cu- funny. Hopefully. okay where were we going to start here well um, the ale that cures you while a 25 year old Chelsea fan was completing his quest to drink 2000 pints of beer in 200 days TikTok followers debated whether he was the world's greatest endurance athlete or the world's most sober Chelsea fan <laughs> that's, that's also that's crazy yeah 2,000 pints pints in 200 days. days yeah that's yeah that's, that's uh alcoholism yes exactly <laughs> promotion right there um the Bahama Bowl their slogan is bowl games are better in the Bahamas and we're gonna play that in Charlotte North Carolina this year <laughs> what Oh my god, these sponsors are weird. Like the Pop Tart yes. thing, like people are debating what the best Pop Tart flavor is because of a bowl game. That's just weird. It is weird. We're drinking sure. mayo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Poor coach is covered in mayo. Oh, uh, what well, yes. Uh what do we got? Uh Merger Most Foul in June a year after he invoked 9/11 to dissuade players from defecting to the Saudi-backed Live Golf Tour PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan announced the historic merger of the PGA and Live Tours, and we still haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, like John Rahm just signed over to Live. Yeah, and, like, like I thought that was done. Because, yeah, I think they said their like deadline was New Year's. Oh, really? Eh? So we might have some, some issues there. Um... Let's get e- let's get ready to Roomba. The former Michigan football staffer at the center of the Wolverine sign stealing scandal, Connor Stallions, was sued by his homeowners association in Ann Arbor uh, after f- filling his front porch with used vacuum cleaners he was trying to sell. <laughs> yeah, that guy like that's the best case scenario. This guy had like a manifesto, so that's it's good that it was about football and not something else right yeah exactly uh you probably remember this one sinking putts wearing only a bikini briefs and a mullet a 27 year old man sprinted around the 16th green during the phoenix open eluding security temporarily by belly flopping into a water hazard i do remember that that almost seems like a tradition now right someone's gonna do that every year yeah so there's gotta be there's something fun's gonna happen in phoenix right um Familiar opponents, so the realignment in the NCAA left Oregon State and Washington State effective as of 2024 as the only teams in the Pac-12, which is now re-christianed the two-pack. 
The two pack. I like that because yeah. I saw they have to. They had scheduled games with other teams. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So they don't have to play each other eight times or ten times. Yes. Um. What else do we got here? Oh. Uh, naked bootleg. A 29-year-old man, nude but covered in feces, scaled a 10-foot fence and jumped into a construction pit on the site of the new Buffalo Bills home, future home field, before a game next door to the Highmark Stadium. So wow. I guess he wanted to be the first one in, and there's no way anyone's going to touch him. Yeah, it's a good the, way to do it. I guess the feces aspect was not what I was expecting. I was expecting <laughs> right. him to like have a table or something. <laughs> Um, I think we've already talked about this one before, but uh, ceiling fan, the U.S. Open women's semifinal was delayed for 50 minutes yeah. while security in Arthur Ashe Stadium tried to remove a climate change pro- protester who had glued his bare feet to the floor. Yeah, it feels like they always, the the protesters have gone a lot further, like dumping blood, fake blood on themselves and gluing them places. Feels like the moves they've gone to. Anyway, that's. I just thought those were kind of neat little tidbits today. Oh, I might have a couple more here. Sorry. Um, they have to be ones that were funny though, because <laughs> some of them are kind of not so funny. Yeah, I like I I saw the Alexander Zverev one of like I don't remember if he was funny about that, because the whole like court smelled like weed. <laughs> uh, here's another one for you. Uh, he went from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to a coma. During the NBA All-Star Game in February, Charles Barkley praised the Salt Lake City locals, saying, These people are going to heaven. Ain't nothing to do in this bat- boring-ass city. <laughs> oh, Chuck. The Chuckster. Yeah, people usually go to Salt Lake and then drive to Vegas is a lot of people's plan. Uh, and then my last one... Um, peaceful protest so again another protest in tennis i don't know if you remember this one play was disrupted at wimbledon when protesters scattered a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle of center court on a different court <laughs> Do not all right remember that. put that jigsaw together how okay get the outside first <laughs> how long is this gonna take i have the baseline hey? that's not the baseline exactly yeah that's the service line <laughs> This is going to take forever to get this cleaned up. <laughs> wow. That is that is creative. Yep, for sure. I like uh I like the the positive funny end to uh to 2023. There you go. Uh so yeah, the next time we talk to you, it'll be next year. Wow. And almost the end of the football season, but we won't talk about that yet. Let's end no. on a positive note. Yeah, let's celebrate the, the the new year and uh hopefully some World Junior Gold playoff football and a happy healthy start to 2024 yeah all right uh so yeah that is all we've got and besides that we will see you next time